Hello, everyone. My name is Tiana Shorter, and I did my podcast on the Watts Towers located in Watts, California. These towers were created by a man named Simon Rodia. He started building them in 1921 and finished in 1954. So for a total of 33 years, that is a very long time to be dedicated to create something day by day for that many years. I mean, it's it's truly amazing. The Watts Towers are one of the most stunning works of public art that represents a symbol of freedom and transcendence and just just human spirit overall. They are also a Los Angeles historic cultural monument and a landmark. And it's a landmark for tourists. You know, tourists actually come to California and they want to come see the Watts Towers. A couple of themes that I will be highlighting is immigration, skill, and poverty. Simon Rodia immigrated to the United States from Italy at the age of 14. He came to America when this land of opportunity was very welcoming to new immigrants. Los Angeles, California is where he found his vision and passion to build his art or what he calls the Nuestro Pueblo. Which in Spanish, that the Nuestro Pueblo is in Spanish, but it means our town in English. Um, he wanted to do something big and he wanted to take pride in what he did. Kevin Starr mentioned that many immigrants immigrated to California seeking better opportunity and wealth. And many of us know that, you know, a lot of immigrants immigrated to California because of the gold rush. Now they came to California because they thought of it like just how they thought of it, like how Simon thought of it, which is a land of opportunity, a land to create something that they could be proud of, something that they could start, whether it was a business, start a family, or just, you know, just a better life in general. And, um, this was this that went the same for Simon, which is why he came to California to create this 33 year long project that he could work on by himself. And as I said earlier, uh, this was something that he took pride in. You know, he didn't need anyone to help him work on this project. He wanted to do this by himself for that many amount of years. Simon was a construction worker by day and an artist by night. He was he worked single-handedly to build these towers using simple tools. His towers are made from steel, coated in concrete, and wrapped in wire mesh. And his structures, which is basically everything that's around the towers, everything that's on the ground that's not you know, 99 feet in the air. These structures contained um, broken glass, she shells, pottery, tile, mirrors, literally whatever he could find that was sturdy. I mean, he would walk the streets and if he found a piece of glass on the floor or a mirror or whatever it may be, he will pick it up and take it back to his um, to his project and build on it. And kids from the neighborhood also enjoyed bringing him ceramics and glass that he could use for this project.
the tallest of the structures stand nearly a hundred feet tall in the air. That's that's really tall. And he built the he built this without the use of scaffoldings or any outside help. So I mean, can you believe that? He literally climbed ninety-nine feet into the air to build these structures without any help from anyone, without I mean, with with only just the use of scaffoldings. That's that's amazing and it's also kind of scary. I found a connection with a video that we watched in class called Chinese in the Frontier West. It talks about how Chinese workers built California and basically they never got credited for it. And that's also an amazing thing to do, to build California to what it is today and not get credited for it. However, although uh, Simon was credited for his work, um, his art, his the structures, the towers, they're not very well taken care of. And you would think that something being this skillful and um, it took so many years to build, you would think that they would be well taken care of and, you know, just appreciated. But um, I feel like this may be because the area that it is that is in back then the area was it was a little different than it is now moving forward um simon built the towers next to a major transportation necessity that many people relied on to get to work this was a place that simon had envisioned because he wanted his art to be seen by many when simon purchased his property in the early 1920s, I believe it was 1921, uh, it was home to many working class people of all different ethnicities. However, after the famous Watts riot of 1965, Watts became an area of an area of an impoverished community, impoverished community. Then violence was, I mean, it was at an all time high. It was just Watts literally just went all the way to the ground. I mean, before it was an urban community and yes, it was a lot of different ethnicities, but it wasn't as bad as it was today. I don't, I don't think it was really that much violence back then. Everybody, as I said earlier, was a working class. Everybody, you know, did what they had to do and to feed their families. And, you know, it was, it was pretty much of a normal, a normal working class community. But um, after the after the riots, the violence was at an all time high. And I mean, it just went completely to the ground. Kevin Starr mentions that California was a promise, but it was also a struggle for redemption in the face of failure. That was actually a quote that I pulled from um, Kevin Starr's book, California. And. You know, as I mentioned earlier, that's exactly what Watts became. It was a struggle for redemption in the face of failure. Watts became a failure. And I visited the towers a few years back and I was very disappointed. It was not what I expected at all. Um, it was not clean. There was trash everywhere. Um, it was dirty. It was dusty. They 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 had a seating area there, but... You wouldn't even want to sit on the seating area. That's how filthy and, you know, that's how bad it was. Uh, the towers, the towers were decent. Um, I mean, they're way in the air. When it rains, you know, it 
cleans off the dirt. But as far as the structures that was, you know, around the towers, it could have been better taken care of. But I mean, everything was dirty. It was like your everyday, your everyday wear and tear from the weather. Um, and I believe that this is because Watts is an area of poverty. I be- I do believe that that is why um, the Watts Tower, I do believe that's why it looks the way that it does. It's, it's an urban neighborhood. And um, I don't think anyone cares to have a cleaning crew or whatever, or even the people in the neighborhood. I don't think they care enough to go over there and actually clean the place, make it look halfway decent for the people who are coming in um, as tourists or just people who want to see the Watts Tower in general. You know, that that's not how they would want to view it. You look at the pictures online and it's something totally different. But, you know, once you go in person, it's it's not what you expect. In conclusion, during this podcast, I've talked about immigration, skill and poverty. I learned what the Watts Towers are, which meaning that I learned more about them. Visiting them, I didn't know too much about them, but after I've done my research on them, I learned more about what they are um, in the life of the skillful artist, Simon Rodia. The towers are a big attribute to California today and its landmark. Thank you.